Today is Thursday, February 7th, 2019, and you're listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. So let us prepare our hearts to pray. Today's reading is from the Gospel of Luke. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water, and let down your nets for a catch. Simon Peter answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats, so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. Jesus has been preaching and teaching throughout the region of Judea. Every time he tries to move away, the crowds follow him and demand more good news. Who is the person you will go out of your way to follow? The voice 
you long to hear? Is it a musician? Or words in social media? Perhaps a voice on a podcast? What is the message they give? And why do you feel compelled to listen? Does this person speak good news to you? As you listen to the reading again, consider Simon Peter. What does such a large What does such a large catch of fish mean to his life? And how would you respond to such an event at your work? Why do you think Simon Peter responded the way he did? Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him, to hear the word of God. He saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon Peter answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats, so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. It seemed like the entire state of Minnesota curled up in a blanket last week and watched a movie. The brutally cold temperatures of the record-setting polar vortex left few options for warm recreational activities. My wife and I were no different. We made popcorn and watched the movie Roma on Netflix. 
Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the movie, you may want to stop listening. A scene at the end of the movie has remained with me ever since. The family in the film takes a vacation to a beachfront resort, although calling it a vacation seems misleading. It was more of an escape. They were trying to flee from the pain and loss that dwelled within their home. Near the end of the vacation, two of the children begged to go swimming in the ocean one more time before returning home. After granting the children permission, the mother takes the youngest child back to their rental house. This leaves the maid, Cleo, in charge of supervising the swimmers. Cleo cannot swim and demands the children remain close to the shore. We watch the children move out into the water and then disappear. Cleo's attention is split between the small child on the shore and two swimmers in the ocean. Immediately a sense of foreboding enters your mind. This vacation will not end well. When Cleo can no longer see the children, she moves out into the deep water. The waves beat on her and make movement difficult. We are left wondering if she might drown along with the children. Then all of a sudden we see them. Two heads are bobbing up and down in the water. Faint screams for help pierce the roar of the waves. Cleo grabs the children and brings them safely back to shore. Once on the beach, the family, now joined by their mother, collapses into each other's arms. Their joy is mixed with fear and relief. The children profess their love for each other and for Cleo. In the midst of the sharing, Cleo starts crying uncontrollably. Through her tears, she confesses she never wanted the baby she had just recently lost. In the blink of an eye, the whole scene takes a different turn. The woman who risked her life to save someone else's children did not want her own. Her confession to me was more than unburdening of guilt. The placement of it made it seem like she was telling the family she was unworthy of their love and their affection. Words only made her more lovable, or should I say, more worthy of their compassion. A strange line stuck in the middle of the story about Jesus calling the disciples caught my attention. Simon Peter says, Go away from me, Lord, for I am sinful. Like Cleo's confession, the words seem misplaced. Why would Simon Peter want Jesus to go away? Jesus had just drifted out into the deep water to help them haul in a miraculous catch. Wouldn't you think Simon Peter's words would be, Stay near me instead of go away? It makes the reader wonder what burden is lurking within Simon Peter. Often the loudest voice in our lives is the one lurking within our own head. The voice tries to convince us we are unlovable. It tells us our sins are too great for mercy. An encounter with a dynamic expression of love from outside ourselves challenges this voice. The inner voice wants love to go away. When love doesn't go away is when we discover that inner voice has been lying to us all along. We are lovable. What does it mean to you to hear the words, you are lovable? Is this an obvious statement or words you long to hear? Who is someone you know 
who needs to hear good news today? And can you tell them that love does not go away and that they are lovable too? May God strengthen you and bless you with peace. May Christ bring forth justice in and among you. And may the Holy Spirit, who calls you beloved, shine upon you and guide your days in love. Amen.